people need to stop being so hush hush about everything. Right. You know, they're able to keep the relationship going by exploring by this exploring, stuff. Yeah. You know, I always say start off with the smallest toy. Welcome to our podcast, a weekly discussion with people who are in the business of pleasure. Brought to you by Bedroom Candy, a sexual health and wellness company. Once a week, we'll discuss the ins and outs of the sexual health industry, entrepreneurship, relationships, and empowerment. Interviews will include the founders of Bedroom Candy, some of our amazing consultants, entrepreneurs, sex toy designers, as well as educators and experts in the industry. Join me, Nadine Thompson, president of Bedroom Candy Boutique Parties, on this journey of self-discovery as we wash away age-old stigmas about sexuality, self-love, and to learn about the lives of the people that make their living in the business of pleasure. Our topic today is intimacy and relationships. Join us now for Season 1, Episode 3 of The Business of Pleasure. Our guest today is our founder, Ms. Candy Burris. So we're talking about confidence, and I think that same woman um, can feel very comfortable about pulling out a sex toy in her relationship. (laughs) One of the things we talked about a couple of weeks ago at Bedroom Candy, because I'm married to a minister, a lot of the women... How does that work? It's a challenge. Bob is actually even more open to it than I am. I'm a little bit more shy. About really? It. Yeah. Yeah. But um, uh, the women asked me to do a workshop for them, a, a talk, a conference call uh, two evening, two weeks ago about how to reach women in the church. Mm-hmm. And they found that the women were coming to them on the down low to say, can you talk to me about, you know, Candy's mm. toys and, and that kind of thing? Um, and they wanted to know how they could speak to their ministers about it. If they wanted to have a party, would Whoa. their ministers be upset? With and, the minister? Oh. <laughs> that the ministers would feel that they were bringing this stuff into the church. And I said, well, one of the things we have to get around is the fact that sex toys aren't pornography. Mm-hmm. And that one of the ways we could talk about it was that... Um, sex toys can be seen as um, a way of increasing intimacy in a marriage and therefore prolonging marriages. Right. And that if you raised it as an opportunity for couples together and to talk about intimacy in their marriage and to talk about the fact that you may not have to talk about the rise and shine toy, but you can talk about giving each other a massage using the body butter and giving Mm. each other a massage using the heart massager, the warm me up and giving each other a massage, that that touching of each other and that touching and feeling and that beginning of that intimacy in their relationship mm-hmm. can really help to improve their marriage. Mm. And they loved it. You know, one woman immediately said, I want to put together a workshop for couples in my church mm-hmm. that may come. I said, yeah, just put out the bath and body products. Just put one bottle of lube there to invite the conversation. Yeah! But to- <laughs> But but talk about the bath and body, talk about touch. But I think that whole idea of intimacy, particularly in our marriages and particularly in black marriages, I think it's a challenge because we're scared to talk about it. That is so crazy to me because at the end of the day, everybody's doing it. 
regardless exactly. of whether they're whatever race they are right. and whether they're a preacher or not, right. they're having sex. Everybody's having sex. And one having preacher children. told me one time when I was shocked that they were okay with having that conversation, they was like, hey, uh, we should be bigger freaks than anybody. He was like, because if a, <laughs> That's what if, a if a pastor is married, that means he's gonna he's supposed to be anyway yeah. with that one woman for the rest of his life. Yeah. So they got to do everything they can to keep that marriage That's exactly going. Right. That's exactly so, right. So, um, you know, I think people need to stop being so hush hush about everything right. and so shy about everything because sex is not a bad thing. And I understand, you know, people say, okay, you know, in the church, of course, sex is outside of marriage. Mm -hmm. But if you're married, like, what's the problem? <laughs> like, why are you acting like, oh, I can't talk about that? Like, why? It's very interesting because I think the sex toys, you know, it's had a, it's had an interesting rap. And I think our women, particularly in the bedroom candy community, are so confident about talking about it. Mm -hmm. And, um... I think it just says a lot. And they said, you know, in the churches, a lot of the women are saying, can we have a party? Can we talk about, mm -hmm. you know, we, we watch Housewives and we know Candy's got a sex toy company. Would you come to a party with us? Mm -hmm. And I said, so you got to talk to them about if they're, and they're scared about bringing it up with their husbands, the fact that they bought the sex toy. Mm -hmm. How is their husband going to feel about it? And you know what? Okay, see, there are multiple reasons why women feel the need to buy sex toy. One, out of curiosity, of course. Right. But two, my mom said, like, especially like a, the older women in the uh -huh. church, they need it more than anybody because a lot of times when older men start getting on medication, whether yeah. it be heart medicine, yeah. whatever, it doesn't work like it used exactly. to. Right, exactly. You know, <laughs> so, you know, they're able to keep the relationship going by exploring by this exploring, stuff. Yeah. You know, and then outside of that, um, in general, for all women who don't know how to bring a toy into the relationship, mm -hmm. I always say start off with the smallest toy. Okay. So the rocket uh -huh. or my favorite the is the candy. lipstick. Oh, the candy, candy kiss. kisses. Yeah. Um, because men are not intimidated by those. They they get intimidated when they think you're trying to replace them. Right. So if they see that, they're thinking, eh, whatever. <laughs> you know? They don't realize how powerful it is. You Wait know. till they see the new one Suki just designed. Yeah. <laughs> so the thing is, it's like, okay, if you bring something like that and, oh, wait, I don't know. Well, this doesn't pertain to the Christian ladies because uh -huh. I don't know if they, they will probably be like, oh, my God, I can't believe she said that. But, you know, there are things that you can do to like, say, for instance, if you kissing on your man and you rub it across his nipple. Right. You know, and oh, my God, he wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> or let's say you kiss down to the love below. Right. And you hold it on the side of your cheek while you're doing it. He feels that vibration while you exactly. giving him kisses. Yes. <laughs> oh, he's going to go crazy. <laughs> so there are. And I think those are the fun things we get to talk about. At during a, the party at a bedroom candy party a absolutely. bedroom candy party not to say i mean i know some parties are co-ed for some people mm -hmm. but a lot of times not all the time a lot of times it ends up being a girl's party right you know a girl's yes. night out or yep. whatever so that's when we get to get get together as girls and share trade secrets. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. And if you have a male consultant, to me it's even more fun because he can tell you the best thing coming from a male point of view. 
So there, I know all of us have questions that we're like wondering, well, how does the guy like it or whatever? whatever. Then if you have a male consultant, he, he can tell he you. He can tell you? What's the man's the best, perspective, the, the male perspective. Yeah. yeah. So either way, it's that should be your safe haven. The bedroom candy party can be your safe haven to have the conversation and not feel bad about it. Because you're in a room full of, pe- full of people who all are curious. Right. You know? Exactly. All have questions. Some of them may not have questions. Some of them just may know the answers. <laughs> but, you know, you have to be somewhat open-minded right. when you come to a bedroom candy party. You do. One of the things, talking about ministry, last year um, I did a gratitude service at 8 o'clock in the morning at our conference. Mm-hmm. And I asked uh, women who thought, you know, they were missing out on church on Sunday morning if they wanted to come and just share some gratitude in their life at 8 o'clock. We're going to do it again uh, this year. And uh, one of the bedroom, male bedroom candy consultants came and he shared and it was so powerful to me. He said that bedroom candy had become his ministry because when he started um, as a consultant, he started doing parties Mm -hmm. and women started asking him if they could book one on one appointments with him and their husband, the three of them, to talk about the toys and how to use them in their marriage. Mm. And I thought. Wow. And he said he'd met with at least five or six couples Mm -hmm. and he'd met them several times and he'd go back and he'd show them the toys and he'd explain to both of them how to use them. Mm -hmm. So they both were comfortable with it. And the husband sort of bought into this and Mm -hmm. it was really helping their marriage. And I thought, this is great. Mm -hmm. What a great way, again, to help marriages. And he said it had become his ministry. I'm really hoping to be able to see him again and talk to him again. I'd actually love to do a podcast with them mm-hmm. about those experiences, about what it's like to sit with a couple and really helping them to, you know, starting off with the smaller toys and graduating up to the larger ones mm-hmm. and how they can incorporate that into their sex life. And they both really enjoyed it because they could talk about how to use it, what you do, you know, how it works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was just really fascinating. He said, this is now my ministry. No. And I thought, that's really cool. And I, I don't know if I shared that with you before, but I, it sort of, that memory just came up this time. Yeah, no, you didn't share that with me before, but yeah, no, that is really cool. Um, I wish, you know, people in general would be more open to have the conversation. Yeah. Well, I think Bedroom Candy provides an opportunity because for me, I know that I was not really into sex toys before I started working Mm -hmm. with you. And my experience had been, you know, if I went into New York or D.C., I remember I'd gone in with a couple of girlfriends. If we went out for dinner Mm -hmm. and you were walking down a street that had a sex toy store, I'd go in, you know, and I'd look around at stuff. But, you know, I think these parties really give you an opportunity to talk about it as opposed to kind of sneaking into the store and giggling <laughs> with your girlfriends, you know, but right. we have, I'm like, what do you do with that? And how does that work? And that was the fun of it, you know, yeah. in the store and the people who are working in the store kind of, can I help you? Is there anything that you need? Oh, no, 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 I'm fine. Right. Because you, when you go to those stores, a lot of people are afraid to come out with a bag. Yeah, I yeah I would. <laughs> but when you come to a bedroom candy party, you can just 
give her your order and then it comes shipped to you in an indiscreet box exactly nobody even has to know it looks like it's coming from or either you can call the consultant after the party if you don't want anybody to know that you ordered while you were there exactly exactly Mm. and so my experience at the bedroom candy parties it was the first time i had the opportunity to hear other women talking about their sex lives Mm -hmm. in a way that was fun and it was like you said, they were sharing stories about how they used them, what their husbands liked, mm-hmm. what they were intending to do. Gosh, I can't wait to take this home. My husband's going to love this or my boyfriend. I thought that was really, really, I've never had that experience before. And I think that's true for a lot of women. Mm-hmm. You know, we're shy about it. And I wonder if Bedroom Candy can be innovative that way, providing an opportunity for women to talk about sex in a way that we haven't before. You know, can we be that company that Uh, we need to be? Yeah. Um, When I first wanted to do bedroom candy, it was because I was doing candy coated nights. Okay. And, you know, candy coated nights, we talk about everything. (laughs) Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. It's very edgy. (laughs) And it's you would be amazed at how many people want to just go online and listen to us talk about these sex conversations and different topics. So I'm yeah. sure that these podcasts could be just as successful because thousands of people just want to log on just to hear about it. Cause they're too, some people are too afraid to have that conversation with somebody face to face, right? but they still are curious and want to yeah. know. So they'll listen in. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I, you know, I was one of those. I listened. <laughs> I- <laughs> At least you're admitting it. <laughs> I listened, but I don't have, I mean, we don't have those opportunities with our girlfriends to really, I mean, you can joke around about sex, you're out for dinner. I even find people are uncomfortable talking about their private sex lives, but at a bedroom candy party, the atmosphere is totally different. Mm -hmm. And I think that is wonderful. And if we can maybe find a way to, you know, bring that conversation into the homes of many more women, I think we could make a big difference for a lot of people. You know, giving, it's fun, the products are beautiful, they're beautifully designed, they're packaged beautifully, Mm -hmm. Um, there's nothing pornographic or sleazy about it. I mean, it's really classy, it's really well done. And I think, you know, we could really open up a dialogue here that I think could be very powerful for women. The Business of Pleasure is brought to you by Bedroom Candy, a sexual health and wellness company. Tune in next week to listen to our next fun episode of The Business of Pleasure. An up-to-date listing of all our episodes can be found on our blog at www.bedroomcandy.com forward slash podcast. And that's candy, K-A-N-D-I. Tune in next week to hear from Ms. Sonia Benson. In addition to being a bedroom candy consultant, Sonia is also a healer, Reiki practitioner, light worker, minister, and life coach in the Washington metropolitan area. I bring people together, so that's one of my specialties. All healing comes from from God. So really, it's supporting a person and being in alignment with what is going to be healing for them. The Twice as Night is actually one of my bestsellers, too. But in terms of sheer volume, like quantity of toys, it's the helping hand and our lubrication hands down. Would you like to earn free bedroom candy products? Throw a bedroom candy party? 
find a consultant in your area, or join our amazing team of empowered bedroom candy consultants around the country? Or would you like to shop our gorgeous catalog of sexual health and wellness products? Visit us at bedroomcandy.com forward slash podcast. That's bedroom, K-A-N-D-I dot com forward slash podcast.